Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Between the Pipes podcast. This is going to be episode six. Today, I get to sit down with Kane Van Gate. For those of you that might not know Kane, he is arguably the most famous beer league goalie out there. Uh, Kane shares with me his childhood growing up in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, we get into that. We later on get into some of these projects, uh, such as his YouTube channel that has over 39,000 subscribers. We get into Kane's clothing line, which is available at bhlpa.com, as well as Kane's latest project, Hockey Journey, which is a movie that he just released and is available at hockeyjourney.com. We talk about that and so much more. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let's get right into it. And hello everyone again and this is episode number six between the pipes podcast and today i have a super special guest uh someone that i've been wanting to talk to for quite some time he is the co-founder of beer hockey league players association uh i want to say most importantly he's probably the main spokesman for all his beer league tendies out there uh kane say what's up man Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me, Keats. I'm excited to be here. And uh, yeah, let's talk hockey, goalie, beer league, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Well, Kane, how are you doing, actually? You know, now with everything going on, you know, with the COVID and stuff, uh, it looks like you've been getting some ice time. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, fortunately, I've been on the ice a lot coaching because youth hockey is alive and well here in St. Louis, uh, thankfully. Uh, a lot of precautions and safety measures we have to follow, but uh, just thankful to be on the ice. Uh, unfortunately, the BHL has not been playing since last March. We had to shut down and we have not opened up since. So on the ice a lot, training goalies, uh, future NHL, BHL legends. And um, yeah, hopefully I can get back on the ice to stop and puck soon here too. Yeah, man, I feel the pain. Um, we got, we started, then we got shut down um, and then they told us we were going to be able to go back in beginning of January. And I just got another email actually this morning, they pushed it back to like the end of January now. So, yeah. So we'll see when we, when we can finally get in on there, but Hey man, um, I'm glad that you're able to still, you know, get a little ice time. Um, so that's, that's, that's nice. Could be worse for sure. At least the kids are playing right. And, um, you know, it's important as the BHL is, you know, it's important that the kids are on the ice. So, Absolutely. You know, if that's the trade-off, then I'm okay with it. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Well, Kane, before we get into the interview itself, I do a quick segment right at the beginning, which I call the crease scramble. So what the crease yeah. scramble is going to be is five questions going to shoot right at you just to get us a little warmed up before we get into, uh, you know, the first, second period. You ready? All right. All right. I'm ready. Question number one. Kane. You hit the free agency, and uh, you, your BHL team just picked you up, your your dream team. But you get on the first day, and coach says, Kane, we got one issue. Number 38 is retired. 
Is there another oh. number that you would settle for? Yes, I would put up a fight. Um, I guess I'd go maybe like a 29, maybe. 29, interesting. Yeah. You yeah. Like, you're very particular with the numbers. Any reasoning behind that? Um, yeah, so behind the 29 or behind well, behind 38 or just Th yeah 38 well they're they're not very goalie like numbers you know what right. i mean they're you see like your well, 30s ones i guess i wanted to come up with a number that was sort of goalie you know a goalie number in the sense that it was in the 30s but not a goalie number like 38 it rhymed because of my name and i just thought it, i always wanted it but i never had the option for it um it was usually 30 or one was the only option. And occasionally you'd get 29, 35, and then I wore those. But uh, 38 was never an option until I got to the big leagues or the beer leagues, so. Got it. It's funny, so when I very first started playing, I grew up in Latvia and I lived there for 13 years. So that's where I started playing. That's and um, our, when our team started, we were super broke. We didn't have like the money for like solid jerseys or anything, so we had practice jerseys that we played these ugly yellow ones and all the players had random numbers on the back but the goalie jersey was just a plain yellow so the coach was like yeah you're gonna be zero and that's what they put in every time so I remember all the kids just making fun of me oh you're zero and like I hated it but now that I look back I was like man I wish I would have just rocked it you know because yeah, zero is so cool these days yeah zero goals you know yeah, yeah it's a lot there's a lot there. Yeah, that's cool, that's man. Childhood, though. You look back at what you're made fun of for sometimes, and you're like, yeah, either I deserved it or I should have I should have just owned it. You know what I mean? No, that, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Kane, let's jump to question number two. Okay. Um, one goalie from either the past or present that you would like to sit down and have a beer with? Oh, um, I would say, so from the, like, present as in... Yeah, currently so in the NHL and past is in, past is in NHL alum. Exactly, or someone that might not be with us anymore as well. Okay, so let's see. I guess I'd go Curtis Joseph. And then I think right now, maybe the, I'll go with the Stanley Cup champ, Vasilevsky. Oh, beauty, for, man. For, uh, for present. Beauty, yeah. Uh, I'd, yeah. Say, I'd say got for... To. He's got these days absolutely man i'd say for me huh, arthur zerbe because he was the guy that i kind of grew up watching as yeah, a little dude living in latvia yeah. it's like definitely one of, i don't think he even yeah. drinks i'll have a tea with him <laughs> or whatever whatever his preferences whatever. You yeah know? exactly whatever whatever they want yeah exactly <laughs> all right tea beer water gatorade yeah what right <laughs> all right question number three Kane, you made the BHL All-Star game. The crowd's screaming, your name's getting called, you're getting out on the ice. What's your skate-out song? Oh. There's a little Wayne song that starts off that says Kane is in the building, so I might go with that one. Um, I think the, the, guy, the, the beat guy is Kane, is his name. So um, it's called Rise Above It, I think, so we'll go with that one. That's the first thing that came to mind, so that's what these questions are for, right? Just absolutely absolutely yeah sweet yeah i think mine would be I'll, I'll go with uh i prevail scars nice that song yeah <laughs> all right we'll jump to question number four 
What is your most terrible memory in your hockey career? Um, giving up a goal past like right at center ice in front of like a lot of people I knew. <laughs> uh, yeah, front of the whole school. Well, it was not my proudest moment. I just, I just lost sight of it, and it, it was one of those things that bounced and it went right above the pad and right below my glove and just like squeezed through and like. Once I heard the whole crowd gasp, I looked behind me and it was just like, just rolled just enough past the line. That was a, that was a tough one. Yeah, man, I, I definitely let some of those in myself, but the most, most terrible memory for me is my very, very first game playing like the number one team in Latvia. They actually won the Gretzky cup back in the day. Um, I lost to him 62 to zero. Oh jeez! <laughs> I've never heard of a youth game like that. That had to have been the most lopsided game ever. It was. Those kids were incredible, and they, they just showed no mercy. Clearly, yeah. And none of us could have. Think of us like at the Ducks team, you know, in one of the Ducks movies, like literally just like scrounged up random gear, like no one really knows how to skate yeah. yet. It was it was pretty bad, but Different yeah, that one. Vibe. Yeah, that one will stick with me for the rest of my life. Well, those are the, I mean, hopefully you guys learn something from it. That's, that's the only good thing about losing is you can find, you know, a way to learn from it. Yeah. But 62, I don't know. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. That's tough in his sport right there. No, yeah, that was tough. But, but good, good memories to now talk about. You know, this, this was when I was yeah. like 10 years old or something. So, all right, let's jump to the last question. If you could start your hockey career over, what would you do differently? I would, um, so I shoot left-handed. Yeah. Like I'm full on left hand. I play baseball left-handed, which means I catch with my right hand. So I, I naturally was like, no, I catch with this hand and that's how I'm gonna play goalie, which felt natural. Um, so what I would do differently is when I was a little kid, I would have switched all my lefty sticks when I was playing in the driveway or the basement or the street, I would have played right-handed instead of left. That way I would have been a way better puck handling goalie. Yeah. That's the first thing I would have switched. So. Now that I'm coaching kids, it's something I was actually talking to Mike McKenna about a couple of weeks ago. It's something I try to remind the kids, but now that Mike's around, he's really helping me reinforce it. And um, it, it, it's a huge reason why he was such a good puck handler. And you look at any NHL goalie who's good at handling the puck, and most of them shot that same way as they do with their goal stick when they when they play out. And I think that makes a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. One. One thing for me that I that I still can't forgive myself is I completely quit hockey around high school. I wish I would have uh, taken it more more seriously. Uh, but yeah. that awkward age when you start yeah, liking girls age. and stuff, and I yeah. kind of chose that side of it, and I took a very long break, like over like seven some years, no hockey oh, wow. at all, no nothing, just completely gave it up. And yeah. then I found BHL, so I'm, I'm back in the game, baby. <laughs> There's all levels of BHL. That's the beauty of it. There's like guys who played in the show all the way down to guys who've never played in their lives and everything in between. So it's perfect. Yeah. Guys, when I say guys, I just mean people. Obviously, women play too. Absolutely. No, no everyone. All races, everything. So, okay. <laughs> well, sweet. That's the Grease Scramble Cane. I think I feel pretty warmed up. How do you feel? I feel warm. I feel warm. The hand died, my tracking, everything's ready to roll. So, all right, man. Well, let's get into it. Well, Kane, like I mentioned to you before we went live here, um, I really like to start at the beginning, kind of get to know you better and how you got into the hockey. So I guess my first question really would be was, um, 
where did you grow up and what was life like for a young KVG? I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, and, um, you know, it's, it's considered a baseball town and my, my family was more of a baseball family. And then my dad and I, we were blues fans. We always loved watching the games together. And it just really started to evolve when Brett Hall came to town and started scoring 50 goals in 50 games in the, was that in the early or mid nineties, I guess. And, um, I really just wanted to play hockey. That's all. I, and I played other sports, but that's all I ever talked about. I wanted to be a goal scorer. And so that all happened eventually. And then, uh, this guy named Curtis Joseph came to town and then, um, I saw him play and actually saw him in the front row. We won tickets and it was him and Belfort blues, Blackhawks, or like early nineties, kind of 92, 93 ish, I guess, something like that. And I was just a little kid and you see, Cujo and his blue heat and pro nineties and, you know, Eddie the Eagle and all this up close. I was just in awe. And I, it was just a goalie battle from what I remember is like a, I want to say the blues won like three to two or something. And uh, I, I just, I went from wanting to be a goal scorer to wanting to be the opposite right there on the spot. And um, that was the defining moment for me. Um, and so, yeah. And then my whole family went from a baseball family and now everyone's a hockey family, uh, all my siblings and, you know, all the, all the nephews, like everyone plays hockey and that's, that's, that's the main sport now. So that's awesome. Do you, do you think that was like, that is, is it because of you, how everyone kind of switched from baseball to hockey? Were you that Uh, influence or I'd like to say yes, but you know, it's, it's a lot of my parents, but my dad, you know, letting me play hockey and, you know, helping drive me to the rink and all that good stuff. Right. So he and I kind of got into it together because, you know, he had to take me to the rink and, at the time there weren't like a lot of, you know, teams in St. Louis. So you travel a bit too, especially if you play at the higher levels. So we got to hang out a lot and we both kind of fell in love with the game uh, at the same time. So it was pretty cool. Awesome, man. So around what age did the goalie come into play for you? I started, I put the pads on when I was nine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, never really took them off after that. Yeah. And it's fun. Big goalie for a while. And my parents, wanted nothing to do with it they just thought it was expensive and i don't think they realized that i i was all in i think they were worried that it was just kind of a phase and then i we did the rotating bag and i got to play the last game of the season stood on my head we lost one nothing to this team that was just murdering everyone all season so it was a pretty respectable score we're the only ones who play them close and so you know i just remember a coach coming up to me and my dad and tell him, oh he should play goalie kind of thing and i just like looked right at my dad and locked eyes I was like did you hear what he said did you hear that did you hear that coach said like he said he said i should be a goalie you know like yeah yeah yeah. so i think like that next day we got pads it was yeah the rest is history that's pretty cool do you remember your first set what brand it was or i do it was um a ccm blocker with cooper pads and a cooper glove and it was Oh, like I didn't know the difference between new and old at the time. I was clueless. So it was old brown gear that was dated and heavy and we got it really cheap. And I wore it just a few times. And then we realized, you know, this isn't what anyone else is wearing. You know, I look like I came out of a time machine. So we got some pads soon after that. There were the all white Cooper pads and then um, and Vic gloves. And then eventually I got a real a decent set and got Vaughn stuff and wore Vaughn and Brian's for a while, but That's the gear is a big part of it, man. As you know, no, absolutely, man. And uh, I'm so weird with the gear, man. And I don't know if that's again, like an Arthur Zerbe influence or something, but I'm like, I, I mentioned this before, but I still rock like Reebok five K's. 
from Do like you? yeah Never work. i you know and it's it's so funny man like i have a set of bauer s27s yeah you know, I'm, I'm behind the times you're like way <laughs> and i i put those things on i was like i can't move in these things oh yeah it's, it's different like, yeah, yeah it just feels like man it feels just like a cardboard box on my leg man it's like you know yeah. it's really bouncy but then again, like to be fair, I guess I haven't given them like a fair chance. I put them on yeah. like five times, and I was like, I can't do this because I kept letting in all these shitty goals. So it's just <laughs> like I'm I'm getting the Reeboks back out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever works, but um, yeah, they, they definitely take some getting used to. Like the new the new Odin stuff, it's it's weird. It the Velcro took some getting used to wearing the straps tight when you when you've been wearing them loose is took a little bit to get used to, but. Um, yeah, once I did, it's it's awesome. The way they slide and, and the performance differences, it, I definitely noticed. But, you know, I say to each their own, though. Like, if you want to wear if you want to wear the 5Ks, you wear the 5Ks, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, speaking of gear, though, you I know, like, way, way back in the day, you were kind of a Reebok guy. But yeah. now for, like, I mean, however many years I can remember, like, you're very, like, Bauer- is this like yeah. is Bauer your brand? Is there like a sponsorship thing going on? What's uh what's up with the Bauer um, stuff? Yeah, so I, I was wearing Reebok and um we I I wanted to get a set of CCM. So when Reebok came under the CCM brand at the time, they did they still did the Reebok premieres under the Reebok name, and then they did a CCM eFlex and and then that stuff separately at the time, and eventually it all became CCM, but I was all about, like, I, I wanted to keep wearing it. And, um, I reached out to everybody over there and I didn't, I didn't hear back from anyone. And, um, and so we were able to, um, you know, convince Bauer to just kind of help us out, maybe, uh, throw us a bone and maybe give us a little discount on a set sort of thing. We weasel our way in there. And then, um, you know, we've just been trying to, I don't know. Eventually I just fell in love with the gear and it became a point where it's, it's what I was used to is what I was comfortable with. And then, it became a no brainer that that was my first choice. And then, you know, especially when they came out with the Odin stuff. And at the time I was, of course, like a lot of the pro guys got this ahead of me. Right. But I got to try the one S stuff, like right when it came out uh-huh. and it was, it was a game changer. And so to be, I don't know if I'm saying I was a part of that is like the right way to go about it, but just to, to, to have that stuff was really freaking cool and just mm-hmm. to see the growth and all that and to sort of be a part of it was really cool. So yeah, we um, definitely became loyal to Bauer and, and love the gear. And, but you know, even still, I would say this to the guys at Bauer, like I still love all the other brands. Like I still will look at a, a true a CCM a Vaughn, like all these different sets and be like, Oh wow, look at that. I like this cause of that. And this cause of that. So yeah, I love Bauer gear, but um, yeah, I, I still just love gear in general. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm sure you've talked probably to the was it the goalie nerd? I've been I've been eyeing his Instagram. He has oh, some yeah. crazy stuff that he shows. And I'm like, wow, like it's like such a different perspective, you know. It's like I never even thought about gear that way, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I, I was, love the goalie nerd, big fan. Yeah, when I was when I was younger, you know, it's just like ah, it's just it protects me, you know. You just put on whatever, but like yeah. now that you're older and you know, like. You got to like look out and it's like, I still got to go to work tomorrow. Like, 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. You, you start looking yeah, you at all to... those little things that you never paid attention to, which is pretty cool. One question I want to go back and ask you was like, I know you mentioned that, you know, going to watching the NHL games and being wanting to be a scorer and I'm like, you know what? I actually want to be a goalie now. Um, yeah. What was like the action, like the reason you just, was it the gear? Was it, what was it that you're like, goalie's cool? I think it was the gear, honestly. I think it was the gear first and foremost. Instantly, I was like, whoa, that looks cool. And then eventually it was the, whoa, these guys have a really important job. I mean, if they screw up, they're not going to win the game, you know? And that all started to kind of come together. And I was like, you can be the hero, you know, you can, and it, and just seeing, I want to say Curtis Joseph stole that game. I watched, um, if I remember correctly, and it's a long, long time ago, but the Blackhawks were a really good team at the time and they were probably dominating. So to see him kind of steal one and, you know, that whole seeing the pressure and how you can be that, have that much of an impact in the game and be on the ice the whole time. I think I was attracted to that too, but it definitely started with the gear. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I too, I mean, Patrick Waugh was what got me gear-wise. He had some yeah. crazy stuff when, like, the coho, you know, He'd stuff that he was wearing. Um, dominant. Yeah, and the helmet. Loved the helmet. Yeah. The avalanche that he had. That was like, I was like, yeah, this is this is pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. It, it got me. It got me. Um, so did you end up playing college or anything um, when you got older, or how did that all go about? Um, so... Yeah, like I, uh, I, when I coach the kids at the rink, I tell them all I played really high levels and that I played junior A and played college. But um, I really just practiced with a couple of those teams. So um, I got to practice with it, with a couple teams in college and in juniors. But unfortunately, there's there's nothing on um, hockey DB for Kane Van Gate. So. <laughs> None of that actually worked out for juniors in college. You know, I, I was kind of a late bloomer. So yeah. I think, yeah, like if I could have like fudged my birth certificates, maybe. I hear you. But, but you did. You actually played AAA, right? I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, it. So, yeah, it was at the time. But, um, you know, there's, there's something I reveal in uh, Hockey Journey that kind of explains how I got to play AAA. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave that part at that. That's um, oh, you know what? I I, I saw Hockey Journey, the- and we'll we'll get into Hockey Journey here right at the end there. But I watched it, loved it by the way, and I now now it's coming back now that you mentioned that. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. No, absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. Well, cool, man. Um, let's kind of yeah, let's kind of move uh, fast forward here real quick. Um. When did uh, when did BHL come into play? Let's talk about that a little bit. So yeah, I finished up uh, school, moved back to town, and then um, you know I was looking for. I was like, I got to play in the BHL. I heard all about it. Um, it, it it's something you kind of look forward to when you're like moving up as a kid, and so I, I was pumped. I'm like, now's my time. And so me and uh, some buddies started up a team. Long story short, we actually did really well, but we kind of like broke apart. Like guys moved away for different jobs and things like that. So the team broke up and then I joined a team uh, called the NR Rebels. And at the time they were in dead last place out of like the 30 something teams. And it was great for me because I was just getting 50 shots a game. And like we, we, we started off 
you know, losing, then the games got closer and then we started winning some and we we're slowly replacing older players with our buddies. And then next thing, you know, it's the entire roster's all younger guys. We're all, this is, you know, good. Well, I won't say, but a few years back. Um, and uh, all of a sudden we had a really good team. We went from worst to first, but we also had a complete remake of uh, a rebuild, if you will, of guys. And so it was, it was awesome. Like, buddies would move back to town looking for a place to play and then you bring them on in and it just everyone kind of fit and so the cool thing about our team is everyone's different like none of us guys would want to hang out with each other every single day probably but seeing each other once a week is just the perfect mix and you know even though even though we're all different we're all really similar in the sense that like we get it we're all hockey guys like I don't have anyone shooting at my head in warm-ups like you know it's like they get it they're all pretty good guys and so it's a really good mix and and that's what it's all about like winning is just it makes it sweeter for sure that we get to win and we're a good team but just having good guys in the room is is a huge huge plus for sure this is going to be a little i guess off of going off of hockey hockey journey one thing that you mentioned i won't say word by word because honestly i don't remember word by word word, but you did mention driving to the rink is when your brain starts churning and you start thinking of ideas and things. Um, was that really how your YouTube channel got, uh, created? Was that like the beginning stages of it? Yeah. I think, yeah, that sacred drive to the rink is where I do a lot of my pondering. I think a lot of, I think a lot of us hockey guys do too, because some of, for some of us, the rinks are close, but for a lot of us, you gotta, you gotta make a decent drive because you know, they're spread around and, um, so yeah. And, and like, even if your rink's close at some point, you know, you're in the car, if you play hockey, if, especially for road games. So a lot of, a lot of deep thoughts on those rides and um, yeah, we came up or I came up with a, a YouTube channel there and the idea for hockey journey and all that stuff. I think just the car drives is where I get a lot of my deep thoughts in for sure. No, and that's so cool, man. And, uh, and it's so impressive, man. What do you, you got about, over 39,000 followers now on your YouTube channel. And uh, you're very, very, you know, creative. I've seen probably every single video, honestly. Uh, They're very well made, very well edited. Like, it's just fun to watch. And like I told you before, you know, it's what kind of got me excited about the BHL because you give give it, like, I guess more flavor to it. You know what I mean? It's just like, ah, we... We're just as cool as these NHL guys. Like we can make our leagues just as fun, and uh, you definitely have created that, you know. And, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels that way. Um, so to kind of go off of that, at what point did you realize that, like, holy shit, like there's something here, and and this might be like a thing that I can keep doing and and get a pretty good following off of um that's a good question uh thanks for the for everything you said appreciate that that was nice um yeah i mean that was that was the goal not off the bat but it was like hey let's let's kind of make beer league a big deal you know like not and it's not that the nhl isn't a big deal and you know it's not that obviously i'm a, a huge fan of the national hockey league and anything hockey uh so we're, we promote that for sure but we just like to promote the beer leagues as well because you know we're hockey players too um to answer your question though i guess we made bhl 36 and you know i just figured i want to make a video i didn't say i want to make a series of videos i didn't say i wanted a youtube channel like none of that was even in my brain it was just like i want to make this one video 
and here's how it's going to work. Here's what we're going to call it is what, you know, and I planned the whole thing out and that was just going to be it. Um, and then like six months after it only had like a thousand views, I guess, decent, but not a lot. And then all of a sudden, I guess it starts circulating. I don't know how or why, if someone put it on a blog or someone, someone shared it with someone, but all of a sudden it started circulating and it started getting more views. So, um, for anyone who doesn't know me, I definitely watch BHL 36 first. And then, you know, any of the videos you watch after that, they'll, they'll all be pretty clear, but it really kind of sets, sets the stage for what I'm all about. And, uh, anyways, once we started seeing the views go up and then people started reaching out and asking for more, we just wanted, we just wanted to make more and figure like, you know, if, if they, if they're going to watch it, we're going to do it. So we found a way to make it happen and it, it sort of happened organically. And then some of it was sort of planned, I guess, if that makes any sense, but no, absolutely. And when you, I guess when you first started out, like, was this literally like filmed with like phones? Like, did you guys already have like any sort of like editing experience or was this literally just like, let's just throw it together and see what happens. Um, a little bit of all of the above. It was, we did have a real camera. Um, my buddy, my editor is, had a job in marketing where he was like making commercials and things like that. So he, he had some decent equipment. Um, and then he has, you know, he went to school for editing. So that's why, you know, you can tell he's gotten better too over the years, but, um, yeah, that's, that's where that comes in. So, uh, we, we were definitely learning on off the cuff for sure. We're definitely learning as we're going and same thing with hockey journey. I think we learned more making that feature length documentary than, anything I've ever done in my life. It was more setbacks than you can even imagine, but, um, being able to finally get it done, it's been huge. And, uh, hopefully it's, it's, it's supposed to be on other platforms by now, but, um, COVID's halted a lot of things and that's one of them. So hopefully early 2021, we'll have some pretty cool announcements as far as hockey journey goes, but I guess we'll see. Awesome, man. What? um, I mean, obviously BHL 36 is really what what kind of kicked it off. Um, what was the first, I guess, the inspiration to even like start doing something like that? Was it just kind of in the locker room jokingly like, Hey, there's NHL 36. Let's do BHL 36. Is that kind of much? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. So we saw that we're huge fans of the NHL, obviously always have been, always will be. And we were watching the NHL 36 and we're like, we should do a beer league. We should, do our own version of this and then that's just kind of how it all started so yeah that's we even used like the similar intro and everything so that's definitely a parody there mm -hmm. um yeah that's pretty cool um how have you had i i'm sure you have um i know you met a lot of nhlers that are playing now and some former guys and you've gotten to know a lot of people uh is there any any like people that kind of stick out that maybe like reached out to you after your video started, you know, YouTube channel started growing like, Hey man, like this is awesome. What you're doing. Any cool stories uh, like that? Yeah. Like some of my friends that were playing in the minor leagues that no one would know have reached out. Um, well, actually I should say this, Mike McKenna reached out and he was the only one I uh, like I had, I had, friends in the NHL and friends in the pros, but, um, I actually didn't hear from any of them except my one friend, Sean, 
uh, and my one friend Derek. So I did hear from them, but uh, Mike McKenna was the only NHL guy who was like, this is awesome. Let's do more. You should do more. And he was in the first two episodes. We did BHL 36. And then once we started the BHL life, McKenna is in episode one and two because he was a huge advocate and was like, you guys got to do more and blah, blah, blah. I'll, I'll be in one. And so we're like, okay, great. And so we did a couple with him off the bat and then that kind of got things rolling. So I, I got to, he's definitely the first one that comes to mind outside of that. Um, no, I wish, like, I wish I had NHL guys reaching out and, and, yeah. and at all, but, um, there's some that follow me. I think they're, I think they're just goalies though. Um, Paul Bissonette follows me on Instagram. At least I've had his follow for a while. He's my, he's my, like probably the top dog there. And then there's a, a bunch of goalies that follow me. Um, but they're never like anytime I'm like, Hey, you want to be in a video? They're like, you know, sometimes actually I just thought of a story. Paul Stasny. Yes. He St. Louis, and he's obviously a very famous hockey player. So a while back, he's like the nicest guy. So don't take this story the wrong way that he's not a nice guy. He's like the nicest guy ever. He comes up and Hey, Hey KVG. I saw the videos. Great stuff. You know, like super nice, super complimentary. And I was like, Oh, wow, I didn't even know you even knew of it. And he's like, Oh yeah. You know, super nice. And I go, Paul, you gotta be in a video. He goes, Oh no, absolutely not. Can't do it. <laughs> like <laughs> he's just, you know, which I get, you know, he's just, he has no interest in doing it. And like, uh, I don't want to name any other names, but no one, no one really wants to be in the videos, but we're trying, we're definitely trying and we're getting some more guys in them. So hopefully I hope that changes, but. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you have like Ollie and those guys getting NHLers all the time and they're they like, take their first videos they had NHLers. Yeah. yeah they're, and, they're on another level. So yeah, they're, the, they're doing a pretty awesome job. Yeah. They're, they're fun. Those guys crack me up and you're, you're buddies with them too, right? Yeah, yeah, we're buddies. Um, yeah, they're they're legit. I like those guys a lot. That's hilarious. But yeah, to go back on Stasny's an awesome stand up guy. Um oh, yeah. here in Colorado, I don't know if you heard about um Dog Nation Hockey Foundation. Uh it's basically uh-huh. um a foundation uh created by Marty Richardson. Um and he has a big team now together. They basically um help out hockey players in need. Uh, okay. you know, from beer leagues to whatever, you know, if someone comes in hard times, uh, they step up and help out people. And, and, uh, Paul's a big supporter of that foundation. Uh, and he, yeah, yeah. He's got it, a big heart. Yeah. He's it's a good guy. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool, man. So now, uh, going through, you know, you have your YouTube channel and all that going. When, uh, when did the clothing line pop in? Was that like pretty much like, right right afterwards when the YouTube channel started growing or no, that was, uh, I think it took a few years. So, uh, there are some YouTube videos where I'd, you know, wear a t-shirt, I'd go get a custom t-shirt that said franchise goalie, like the t-shirt you're wearing right now. Um, or like random stuff like that. Or I'd get like a hat that said BHLPA. And eventually people were like, where can I get that? Where can I get that? And at first I was like, eh, you know, there's only like a handful of people asking, is it really worth it? And then, you know, a handful of people turned into, you know, a couple hundred people. And then I'm like, okay, let, let's, let's make this a thing. And and then, so um, I guess I, I always wanted to, you know, start the BHLPA and have it be a clothing brand, but I wanted to kind of let that snowball build a little more before we did. So yeah, we, we waited that one out a bit and then it's, it's going pretty well. Um, we're slowly growing little by little as we go, but the support from the hockey community and the beer league community has been pretty awesome. Yeah, no, I was, I was going to say, uh, you know, at first, like you said, it started with just maybe like a couple t-shirts, but now if you go to 
bhlpa.com for anyone that wants to know and buy something. Um, yeah. You, you guys got a lot. I mean, there's coffee mugs, there's towels, there's T-shirts, hoodies. I mean, you name it, man. It's, yeah, uh, it's we got a, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, thanks for the drop. Yeah, bhlpa.com. And then so early uh, January 2021, we got some even newer products dropping that we're pretty excited about. So awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait to see man. And, uh, like I said, I can't wait to get my pillow pillow. <laughs> I know. I know. Let me know when you see it Post it on Instagram. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll message you. Here. I'll for sure message you. Cause it's, what's well, funny. The, the joke behind the pillow pillows actually for me was, uh, so my girlfriend is originally from Jersey and she went back to Jersey to spend Christmas with family and such. So I've been home mm-hmm. for like, of quite a few weeks. So I was like, I need to decorate it the way I want it. Now that, you know, you I don't, so I was gonna, you know, wipe all the pillows that we have on our couch and I was going to put the yeah. pillow pillows and make a video. Cause I know she'd be like, what the hell is that? <laughs> was, yeah, I've got, I've got that same battle going on myself. Um, I try to make those things front and center whenever I can and then they get switched and put behind something or get put elsewhere but yeah that's funny that's hilarious well cool man let's let's now we keep mentioning hockey journey um so let's let's talk a little bit about hockey journey man so you for people that don't know you made a full movie uh about hockey um and it's yeah i i would call it a documentary uh yeah is, is that appropriate to say yeah yeah, we call it a hockeymentary, but yeah, it's 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 a documentary style um, where and it, it's it's kind of a hockey love story. It just kind of shows our passion for the game, and it's not so much about the the beginning is, but it's not really about me. It's more about the game itself, and then what we're learning from it, what we're seeing from it, what other people are learning from it and seeing from it. Uh, so yeah, it was pretty special. It was a lot of fun. That's pretty cool, man. And when uh, when did that come? When did the idea arise? I guess was this something that you always had in mind? I, I would kind of want to make a movie. Uh, yes. Okay. So yeah, so it's funny. My editor, he and I started playing hockey together back in Bantams, and um, we used to watch like stand up comedy, like Eddie Murphy and all these guys and all these comedies way back when. And we always wanted to make some hockey content ourselves, and so we always wanted to make a movie and when we started build, doing the K-Man gate thing, we wanted to build towards that. And, um, you know, that it all kind of, it took us a while to actually, you know, what is it going to be about? What are we going to do? What are we going to shoot? And so when we went to Vancouver, we're like, this is it. Like we're going to capture a bunch of extra content. And then since you've seen it, you kind of know what happens from there, but I don't want to kind of, you know, no, definitely I'll leave not. For anyone who hasn't seen it, you know, you can go to hockeyjourney.com to download the movie or see the trailer. Uh, and like I said previously, we should have some big announcements soon on on some new platforms. It should be on. Uh, fingers crossed there that that happens soon. But um, yeah, it uh, it all happened. It took us a few years to actually shoot, edit, do all that stuff. We did a Kickstarter campaign. All these people helped us raise money to help finish shooting it, and then we had to raise money, our own money, um, after that to raise the funds just to edit the thing and get it all together. So. Um, it was, it was more work than I ever would have imagined in my life. Um, Mm. if I knew how much work it was at the beginning, I don't know if I would have even gone through with it, but you know what? I'm glad we were a little naive because we, we followed through and we got it done thankfully. And we learned a ton along the way and hopefully, um, hockey journey is a series and we can go to other really cool cities. Vancouver 
is uh, awesome and gorgeous, but I know there's a lot, a lot of amazing hockey cities out there. So we definitely like to do more if possible. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. And I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it too. Uh, for anyone, anyone that wants to watch, uh, Kane's movie guys, it's like 11 bucks downloaded. It's you won't, you won't regret it, but there are some amazing things, um, that I saw, um, some of the, some, some of the things that people have built and, and created over yeah. just the love of hockey. Like my jaw yeah. dropped when I, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Oh, the ultimate hockey fan. Yeah. yeah. You could, they're in the, they're in the I, okay. I, I don't know how much you can, I can you can drop it. <laughs> but, I appreciate you being careful though. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, yeah, it's, it's so cool. And you know, you've seen them on Instagram and stuff, but seeing that video takes it to another level, um, for sure. And and just to hear their story behind it and everything, everything is it's pretty cool. My my jaw dropped, man, when I saw that. I was like, I've seen some man caves, but that was like, holy That's, shit! Yeah, levels and levels, levels up for sure. Yeah. So yeah, so Kansas creative awesome. though, man, because it's like you know, all of us like growing up. I think at least for me, you know, I was like, when I like, you know get a good job and I can afford my own place and that sort of things like I'm going to have a basement or I have a man cave, you know? Yeah. And it's always like, again, with the girlfriend, it's like, well, why does it have to be a man cave? Can it be a, you know, a girl cave? Or it's like, well, no, like I was like, you, you get everything. It's just, I just want my own little nookie. So to create yeah. something like, even like outside of everything is like, nope, this is mine. It's very creative. And now my, my gears are now turning. It's like, well, maybe that's something I should look into in the future. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was the goal. We just, we wanted it to, you know, just show our passion, our love for the game and something that we can all kind of share together. And it's something we all have in common. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm more than thrilled that you liked it. We, we really appreciate that. No, it was cool, man. It was cool. And, and again, like I said, just, um, you mentioned, you know, that you guys had to start a Kickstarter to kind of help out finish it off. And yeah. amazing, over sixteen thousand dollars, if I'm not if I remember correctly, that was yeah, raised. Yeah, yeah sixteen point five, yeah. Which that there's so many like stories there that I'll spare you, but just we're so lucky to have the support from people. Um, the St. Louis hockey community, especially. Like this movie would not have happened without a bunch of, you know, parents from the racing goalie Academy and Kirkwood youth hockey and all these area, all these different hockey organizations in St. Louis that really showed support for us, whether it be financially or, you know, sharing things on social media to help spread the word. So it was overwhelmingly like heart feel good for us to mm -hmm. just you know, go through that. And um, yeah, it, looking back, it's, it's crazy to see what we we're able to accomplish, but the coolest part is none of this would have happened without the support from all these hockey people. Yeah. So it kind of, for me, it makes it even more special. It just shows you again, man, like how awesome the hockey community is. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's just, exactly. again, yeah. like I, I don't like, like I don't knock on like other sports or anything. Everyone, you know, has, but like hockey, man, it's just something so special about it. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, yeah, even the fact you know, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I do, even the fact, you know, like, we don't really know each other, you know. I, I just randomly was like, hey, Kane, I'm Keats, you know. And, like, just yeah. the fact that you're like, hey, man, like, what's going on? And, like, we've gotten to talk and stuff. Like, it just shows you how cool the hockey community is. And I just, I just want to believe that, like, hockey's the only sport where you can do things like that. And everyone's just, like, so acceptive and, and willing to, like, 
help each other out, that sort of thing. It's, it's just great, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a really cool fraternity. And I don't mean that as uh, you know, male fraternity, I just mean really cool. Uh, just it's unique. Yeah. Like you said, it's just different. It's really cool though. Yeah. Well, hey, Ken, I don't want to, I don't want to take up too much of your time anymore, but what's, uh, what's in store for KVG right now? Um, I know you're, you like, you mentioned you're coaching a lot and all that. Um, are you part of a, like a specific camp or, uh, what have you been doing with that? So, yeah, I do, uh, I do some private lessons and then, um, I also work for the racing goalie Academy, which is Bruce racing's, uh, shop. I've worked for him for a long time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been really cool. A lot of kids who have trained through RGA is what we call it. have made it to pro and college, a few draft picks, a couple of team USA kids and, you know, a lot of girls that play college hockey and a, and a lot of boys too. So it's been, and juniors, all that good stuff. So to see these kids grow up and, and have success and, and, you know, being able to kind of guide them a little bit, um, as they make their way has been really cool. It's, it's a really cool job. Um, for next year, like I said, I hope hockey journey is on some, some more platforms and then we help really spread the word there and would love to do other cities, uh, in, in the future. And then we've definitely got some YouTube videos that are going to be coming out in 2021. We just needed a little bit of a break. Um, as I'm sure you can imagine with the holidays and COVID being busy. Um, so yeah, we had to step away from cranking out YouTube videos, but we'll definitely come in full swing here at the end of January. So we're really looking forward to it. And, um, Thanks again for having me on, Keats. I really, really appreciate it. and Happy to be a part of uh, Between the Pipes. Absolutely, man. I, again, like, thank you so much, man, for, for being able to hop hop on and, you know, just talk a little bit of hockey, man. And I, I hope we yeah. get to do it again. And I hope you can, once this craziness is over, maybe come to Colorado one day and we can get some ice time. Play around yeah. with some bucks. That'd be a good time. I love Colorado. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, let's hopefully things are back to normal soon. But uh, yeah, thanks again for having me, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely, Kane. Uh, guys, thanks so much for anyone that tuned in. Again, I'm going to throw some links in the description. HockeyJourney.com, BHLPA.com, CanVanGate.com. I'll put all that in. YouTube channel. You guys got to check him out if you already haven't. Um, again, thanks so much, guys. Hope everyone has great Christmas, great New Year's, and we'll catch you next time. Right. And there it was, guys. Kane Mangate. Hope you enjoyed it. I will be leaving some links in the description. If you want to check out Kane's movie, I will leave that as well as his YouTube channel and clothing line. Uh, if you guys want to give a follow, uh, Kane's Instagram is at KaneMangate38. While you're doing that, please give me a follow as well at Between the Pipes Podcast. Again, I want to thank everyone that listened to this, and we will see you in 2021. Take care, guys.